Are you ready to become one of the greatest seducers of all time and to attract, seduce, and date the most beautiful women in the world? Then lean back and enjoy the show on the Global Seducer Podcast, presented to you by Sebastian Harris. Hey Global Seducer, welcome to another episode of the Global Seducer Quickie Podcast. Today I want to answer the question, how should I live my life? There's an interesting phenomenon going on. Whenever I'm in a certain stage in my life, whenever I live somewhere, or whenever I date someone, or I'm not dating someone, I receive the same type of questions via email, via WhatsApp, and in all kinds of other different ways that I interact with you. And it's really funny. When I was in a relationship, a lot of single guys asked me if their goal to sleep with a lot of women is actually a good goal or if they should settle down, if they should have a relationship. Because they thought if I'm in a relationship, then it's the right thing to do. And now that I'm single, I get the exact opposite question. It's so funny. I have guys who want a relationship, who want a girlfriend and yeah, who really desire to be in a stable monogamous relationship. And then they asked me, oh, Sebastian, I don't know, now that you told me that you're single, is it really a good goal if I want to have a relationship? Should I really pursue a girlfriend? I mean, you're single and you're enjoying your life. And the same is true for the places I live. I mean, now that I live in Thailand at the moment, I get so many emails from guys who ask me, should I move to Thailand? Who am I to answer this question? I mean, I can already see it. If I say, hey, I'm going to move to Eastern Europe, which might happen at some point, and then the guys ask me, hey, should I move to Eastern Europe? How should I live my life? That's a question that I cannot answer for you. However, even though you have to find the answer for yourself, I want to show you how I found the answer for myself. And I hope that this experience that I share with you and the way that I discovered how I want to live my life, that this will help you to figure out how you want to live your life. And yes, at the moment, I can proudly say that I live my life the exact way I want to. I do the things that I love. I date the women that I want, I eat the food that I want, I live in the places that I want, I just do whatever I want and it's phenomenal. Of course, I also have bad days, sometimes I don't get enough sleep, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night with an idea for a product or for a video or for a podcast for you, that stuff happens. But all in all, I can say that I live a really amazing life and I'm very, very grateful for how things are going at the moment. And now you might think to yourself, uh, Sebastian, I don't want to hear that. Uh, stop the bragging. My life is miserable right now. Uh, I, that's why I'm asking you this question. How should I live my life? Because I don't know how I should live my life. Yes, I know. Believe me, I've been there. But before I want to share my own story and the exercise that I did that changed my life forever. And yes, I know... This is a big statement to make, but in this case, this simple exercise really changed my life forever. Before I'm going to share that with you, I want you to make one very, very important realization, or I hope you're going to make it. There's this popular saying that most men live a quiet life of desperation. But I would take it even further. 
they don't live a life of quiet desperation. They allow their life to live them or they get lived or however I can say it with my broken English as a German. I hope you get what I mean. They don't actively participate in their life and that's the biggest problem. And that's exactly what happens when you never sit down and think to yourself, how do I actually want to live my life? And this influences all aspects of life, not just your dating life, but of course also your dating life. I mean, I can't even tell you how many divorced coaching clients I had who I had Skype coaching sessions with that you can now, by the way, book with me if you want. You can find the link in the description. And with these guys, when I asked them, why did you actually get married? They looked at me and they paused and for a couple of seconds they couldn't think of an answer. And I even had one guy who broke down crying when I asked him this question. He's been through a really rough divorce. She had taken him for everything. I mean, he lost half his savings, his retirement, it was just a mess. And when I asked him, why did you actually marry her? Why did you get married? Why did you do that? That was the first time that he actually asked himself this question. And that's brutal. That's just fucked up. And then he broke down crying because he never asked himself, why am I actually doing this? And as it turned out then later, in our next Skype session, he told me that he just got married because he thought it's the right thing to do. And he just got married because, yeah, his friends were getting married. They were settling down. And his friends asked him, why are you not married yet? And then he got married. That's insanity. But a lot of people do it. I mean, I have the feeling that even in my own social circle, people are doing that. But of course, it's not just about relationships. How many friends do I have in Asia, like Thai friends, Malaysian friends, who become lawyers, even though they hate it? They absolutely hate it. But their parents say, you should become a lawyer. And they're like, okay. And of course, with some of them, it's a family pressure, but others, they could have a choice. Others have very open-minded parents, but because it's this way of, yeah, it has been always like that. In our family, everybody was a lawyer. They don't even think about it. They never sit down and think, what do I actually want? And it's the same with how you design your lifestyle. Maybe you want to travel the world. Then sit down and think about, how can I achieve it? How can I achieve it that I can travel the world? Or you want to pick up a lot of girls. And then you ask yourself, how can I become the man who's naturally attractive to women? How can I have the skills and the right mindset to approach women and to pick up women? And then you might want to check out my book, Rise of the Phoenix. You can also find the link to that in the description. Or you say, I want to have a girlfriend. I want to find a really beautiful girlfriend. Then you might ask yourself, what can I do to become a man who can attract a girlfriend? Where do I have to go to meet this kind of woman? I mean, you won't believe how many times I coach a guy who says, I want to have a girlfriend. And where does he go? He tries to pick up girls in the club every day. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Why don't you go to a library? Why don't you go to a park where you meet emotionally healthy women instead of wasting your time in clubs where you might be able to attract a girlfriend that you don't really want? So always think about what do you really want, not what do your parents want, not what kind of life I live. 
I mean, you've heard me saying that I don't believe in marriage, which is true. I believe that if you live in a Western European country or the USA, Australia, Canada, and you get married, you are fucking nuts. You're insane. Because you can lose all your assets, half of your savings, everything in a heartbeat. I've coached way too many divorced coaching clients to believe in this scam. That's my opinion. But if you say for yourself, I want to have a family, I want to have children, I want to get married, who am I to tell you not to do it? It's just my opinion. But in this case, you should then not listen to some pickup artist, or maybe even to me, when I say, hey, I want to sleep with multiple girls. It's up to you. It's your life. Of course, I still want to guide you in the right direction and maybe give you some tips saying, hey, marrying a feminist who wants to become a CEO of a company might not be the best idea to start a family. Maybe you should look for a traditional woman in Eastern Europe. But that's just a guidance. In the end, it's your decision. And I made this decision a long time ago. It took me many, many years to actually design the kind of life that allows me 100% to live my life the way I want. I put a lot of effort, a lot of hard work, a lot of thinking in it. But I still remember this one day when I made this decision. I will never forget this day. It was just another boring day in my office job that I had after graduating from university in Germany. That was actually before I then went to the UK to study there. That was my very first job in a public company in Germany. Very boring, very inefficient, very... Uh, at least for me. I mean, I find it fascinating that some people really like that. And it's okay if you like to sit in an office all day to fill out Excel sheets, more power to you. I hated it. I just hated it. I was stuck in this office job in Germany. I was living in a small town in Germany. The weather is cold. The women are manly. The job was boring and I was just fed up with my life. I just, every day when I was working, I dreamed about living in places where it's warm, where I have beautiful feminine women around me, where I can date whoever I want. Or let's say it like this, where I actually want to date the women that are in my environment. <laughs> That's how bad it was there and still is. And then this one day, I still remember that. My boss back then asked me to have a conversation with him. And no, I didn't get fired. I actually did my work pretty well there. But he had this typical conversation with me, like this kind of, yeah, where do you see yourself conversation. And I still remember this question. I, I will never forget it. I was in his office. I mean, it was an open space office, but still separate office. And I was sitting there. And he looked at me and we talked about my job, my prospects in the company. And every time he said like, yeah, my future in the company, my throat got tighter and tighter and my heart started to beating because deep down I knew if I will stay there the rest of my life, I will shoot myself. And I really mean this. In this moment, I thought to myself when he then asked me this one question, so, where do you see yourself in the next five years? And then it hit me like a sledgehammer right in the balls. <laughs> that was the feeling. Like, I closed my eyes just for a millisecond. I still remember this feeling. And I imagined myself in five years, ten years, twenty years. I really imagined myself as a 40-year-old middle-aged man sitting in this fucking office. And in this moment it hit me. 
I have to do something. And I think it was about one month or two months after this conversation that I decided to leave. And I want you to make the same exercise right now. You can even write it down, but you can also do it in a way that you close your eyes and really think about it. Picture your best case scenario and your worst case scenario for your future life and then compare them. And then figure out what kind of action steps you have to take to avoid the worst case scenario and to make the best case scenario possible. To give you an example from my own life, I knew that I wanted to travel the world. I knew that I wanted to meet beautiful, incredible women, sleep with incredibly sexy women that I knew that I couldn't find in Germany. And I knew that I wanted to live somewhere where it was warm, where I had feminine women. And yeah, I just, from this point on, I said, okay, what do I have to do to make this possible? I need the seduction skills. I need to save money. I need the confidence to travel. And for you, it might be something different. But really sit down and say, where do I see myself in five years? I know it's this typical stupid job interview question, but if you use it that way, it's extremely powerful. Really think about who do I want to become? What kind of life do I want to live? How do I want to live my life? Where do I want to live? And also, how do I not want to live my life? Where do I not want to live? In what kind of environment do I not want to be? And then you compare those two tables. And then really close your eyes and don't listen to your logical mind that says, yeah, but the safe government job is better for you because of a safe retirement. And when you're then 65 and almost have a heart attack, then you can enjoy your life. No. What path makes you feel better? It's about feelings, emotions. It's not about logic. If I would have listened to my logical brain, you would not be able to listen to this right now because I would be still stuck, miserable, depressed, in my very, very first office job in Germany. Because, hey, it was a government company. Safe retirement. Of course, my logical brain said, don't go away there, don't go away there. But my heart was breaking when I thought about staying there forever. And that's what I want you to think. Oh, sorry, no, think is the wrong word. That's what I want you to feel. Really feel it. How do you want to live your life? And then, once you have this best case scenario, how does it make you feel? And then figure out the necessary action steps that you have to take to live your dream life. And if you want to have more information on lifestyle design and how you can gain the confidence to live the life of your dreams and also the seduction skills to attract the women of your dreams, then you should check out the link in the description and find out more about my audiobook and ebook course, Rise of the Phoenix. That's all for today. I'll talk to you tomorrow.